where I aim to lift you up and educate you through my burning passion for fitness with stories about wins, losses, struggles, and the overall life of being an athlete. Hi, I am your host, Amelia. Most of you most likely know me from Instagram. My handle is Amelia Sky Fitness. Some of you might know me from the live streaming platform, live.me, and some of you might know me from my crazy handstand videos on TikTok. But for those that do not know me, welcome to my podcast. I'm a professional bikini bodybuilder based out of Los Angeles, California, and I've been so blessed to be able to use some amazing social media platforms to share my journey as a young professional athlete. This is my brand new podcast that I'm beyond excited about, and every episode will get better and better, I promise. If you haven't had a chance, go give me a rate, review, and subscribe, and check out some of my previous episodes that I have out. I'm planning on releasing an episode that will talk all about my backstory and how I got where I am today, as that's the what I'm getting a lot of requests for. But today I wanted to introduce you guys to two athletes that I was able to meet out here at Gold's Gym The Mecca here in Venice Beach, California. Mike and Francisco. Hi guys. How are you doing? Pleasure. (laughs) Thank you so much for for coming on my podcast today. I really appreciate it. Um, But so yeah, back to that. I met these guys out here at The Mecca where we all train. For those that are not familiar with Gold's Gym, the Mecca, it's a crazy bodybuilding gym and it's where a lot of professional athletes come together and it's crazy. Like, honestly, I don't even know the vibe of it is, is so crazy. But, um, anyways, so being that I just competed at the end of June and won my show, I wanted to get Mike on here for sure, because he just competed his very first show and he won it. So, and Francisco has a background with competing as well. And these guys are really good friends and kind of helped each other through their journeys. So I figured it'd be kind of cool to have them on. Um, but yeah, so thank you guys again. Um, why don't you start, let's start with Mike. Tell us a little bit about your backstory, kind of your age, where you're from and how you got into fitness. And then Francisco will do the same. Uh, so yeah, Mike Antosi, uh, born and raised here in LA, actually one of the few, uh, from, from, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. You're born and raised here. Yep, just 30 minutes <laughs> south of the Mecca. Uh, 25 years old, and uh, really got into fitness when I got home from the military a year ago. Uh, helped me get through some rough times, and is uh, you know just kind of re-sparked the passion in my life and, and gave me purpose again. Amen. What about you, Francisco? Well, I'm from Spain. I've been in this country for 11 years already, somewhere like that. Uh, I've been training since I was 13. I competed for the first time when I was 18. Wow. I stopped it at 23 until I was 31. I'm 33 right now, and I've been competing for the last two years. Last year, I competed in three pro qualifiers. I won my class in three of them, and I got second on the overalls. So this year, at the end of the year, we're going to try again. You're going to try again this year? Let's do it. Love it. Um, So that's three athletes we have sitting in front of this podcast mic right now. And um, I wanted to talk a lot about the time, effort, and consistency that this sport takes. Um, Because for those that don't know bodybuilding, it is the most incredible sport. It literally strips you down and builds you back up. At least that's my take on it. I don't know about you guys. But um, yeah, so you've done one show, Mike. And then you've done how many shows? I don't remember. Like too many 14 16 something like that yeah. too many um 
yeah. So tell me a little bit, let's talk about like the time, the time that this, these preps take, how long was your prep like for your show? Um, so including off season, we had, it was, uh, cause I got back from the mil- from the army, uh, last July. So, you know, a little bit of pretty skinny, had to uh, put, put, put quite a bit of size on for oh, size. I didn't know you were in the military. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, we put on about 50 pounds over eight months. <laughs> yeah. A little, bit. A, little what? Bit of, a little bit of size. Yeah. A little bit of size. I'm not going to lie. I think I met you when you were, at, well, like you were pretty thick yeah, when, when I, when I met you. Rodrigue. Yeah. No, and I didn't I recognize you. All of a sudden I saw you shredded. I was like, <laughs> had a pretty heavy off season. <laughs> pretty, uh, pretty fun. Yeah. It, it needed to be done. Um, just, you know, it was kind of a one time dirty bulk. Now from moving forward, we can, Dirty bulk. What yeah. did that entail? Give that uh, just an insane amount of eating, um, you know, like three cups of rice a meal, pizza, Subway, cookies. Could you I just mean, eat what you wanted? You were no, like- I mean, uh, we had a pretty strict diet, but then I got like one or two cheat. I got a few cheat meals every week to just kind of pack on even more calories. But you didn't look that bad. You look good. You look real. I was, I was thick. Actually, sure. Were you, Francisco, were you along on his bulk? Did you see this no, bulk? No, actually, no. It's no? funny how we met. Like, we're all kind of in the yeah. same family. He trained with Stanimal. Uh, he's a classic physique. I wasn't aware of you guys. Stanimal, yeah. I, I met him. Yeah. Um, you guys all kind of were associated yeah. Yeah, with we're the, same the same people. Yeah, same group. Uh, and then Rodrigue Chesner and you, IFBB pro for men's physique. I was training with him. And, you know, everyone's standing. And uh, Rodrigo, both from France, it just all kind of came together. Gold Gym family environment. So, how long was your bulk? Uh, about eight months. And then April, 50 pounds later, it's, it's time to start cutting. And uh, so started working with coaches, uh, our coaches spin from Spain uh, around uh, May. And uh, so it was about a 14 week prep and we dropped over 40 pounds. Holy. So you, okay. So for those listening, Mike dropped 40 pounds. in oh, five because he keep all the muscle. Yeah. <laughs> and how long? 40 pounds in 14 weeks, 40 pounds in 14 weeks, you guys. That shows you that literally, like the human body is incredible. Transformation. Really yeah. That is, um, to put it into perspective, so I met Mike out here um, months ago. I mean, it, it's been a while. Uh, but then I hadn't been to the Mecca in a while and I went back and like, I didn't even recognize you. I didn't recognize myself. You were honest. so, he he was so shredded. Like he, like, wow, he dropped all this weight. and. Jeez, no. And like, Still. now it's like, it's insane. And, and I know, cause I've went through a bulk too. So yeah. I was pretty thick. I weighed 150 pounds. Wow, yeah, that's- I know you guys looking at me now or I'm tiny, you know, yeah, but I weighed a hundred and that was my, that was my highest of my bulk. Um, and then I dropped 25 pounds in 16 weeks. Okay. Yeah. So my prep for my show was 16 and then. Yeah, it was. It's crazy because a lot of people are telling me like, "Wow, you're so shredded now," and I'm, I'm like, "I know, I don't recognize myself either." Yeah. Like, yeah, the last few weeks, especially, just literally every few days, I looked in the mirror and I was like, "Whoa, that's me." But it feels good. I felt, felt them. No, it felt amazing. Yeah, it's surreal. It's like it's, hard, mean, it's a mixed feeling because yeah. if it looks good, but but you actually there is a point that you are not feeling that good. No, yeah. I know because um, I have. The you look, what you feel. Yeah, no, that's exactly, that's a good point. Um, Cause when you're shredded, like you're just so you're, you're, you have no body fat on you, you know, yeah, no spare calories. Yeah. Your, your, your body's optimizing every calorie you're putting in. So, so, you know, you're not exactly uh, full all the time. And, <laughs> and, like and you're a, tired. It's, and like and a, it's like a million times. When you get closer to the show, there's a time that you're actually very happy because you're looking good. And yeah. You, and then you start it start getting harder and harder and harder just that's when you start doing worse and worse you know and that's what makes this week. the sport is so incredible that's because what make it or break it like you can't even go through we have a friend who actually was a few days out and 
just a few days after months and he dropped it. No way. That's, and that's that's the difference. That he dropped out right before the show? Hard, that's how hard yeah, it gets ten, sometimes. Uh, nine, days. nine days out. Why? He was ready, but it's, it's hard on um, his... He was hard on his mentality. Yeah. It's hard on your body. It's... Holy cow. It's definitely, yeah, definitely a sport that you have to... Uh, you know, just talking about the consistency and dedication. You have to fully, fully commit yourself to it uh, to see it all the way through. Yeah, you have to want it. Yeah. Because that's the thing. Um, that's like with the with the winning mentality. Yeah, um, I walked around Gold's Gym knowing that I was going to win a show. I didn't know what show I was going to win. Um, I, I had a dream. I wanted to go pro in WBFF, bikini. I had done um, actually one NPC show. I, I did do an NPC show. I took second. I hated. I didn't like it. Um, for those listening, if you're not familiar, there's different organizations in the bodybuilding industry. Um, NPC, which is the National Physique Committee. So when you go, when you win in an NPC show, when you win certain shows, you you roll over and you become an IFBB Pro, which is what is that? International Federation of Bodybuilding. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so that's like the top of the top in the industry. Um, I no longer, I had no desire to to go pro in IFBB. I I always knew because I ran for Miss Wisconsin USA pageant two years in a row and I wanted to win Miss USA. I wanted to go yeah. compete for Miss USA. Awesome. So I had a little bit of a, you know, a little girly side to me and a pageant side. And that's what the WBFF organization provides me. So I stepped on stage in my very first WBFF um, show, June 29th, and I won it. And I went pro. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, it's it feels good. Um, I'm still like riding that cloud nine. That's why I wanted to bring Mike on here because I know he's he's riding cloud nine from that win. Definitely. Just keep tell me up. a little bit about, about that. Like, uh, how was your mentality going into the show? What did you take away from it? Um, well, I, you know, first and foremost, I have a very strong support system. Uh, yes. Yeah, so crucial. Hundred percent. Without it, I you know I definitely wouldn't be where I am today. Wouldn't have won the show. Wouldn't even stepped on stage. Uh, you know, my, my coach, my training partner sitting next to me, Francisco, uh, even my posing coach, um, and, and the belief in myself, you know, first and foremost, you have to, you have to know that, you know, you have to believe you're going to win. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can't be, you can't be cocky. You can't have an ego, but you definitely have to be confident and yes. believe that if you put in the work, it will pay off. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing is, um, some people, you know, we all have a, a different reason for competing. I feel like, like, what's your guys' reason? What, do you have like a why that you can sort of put you on the spot? I know that's such a. Uh, yeah, I do. It kind of goes. I mean, it's it's a, it's a long story. Well, yeah. Long, you know, long story short, came back from the military. Kind of the world uh, came crashing down on my head. Okay. Uh, lost, uh, you know, career, uh, significant other. Okay. All my money, my dog. Oh uh, shoot! Yeah, it's kind of. So you hit a dark point in your life. Yeah. It was definitely the lowest of the low. And uh, I just wanted to prove to myself that, you know, coming from a professional fight background, uh, growing up with that, I just wanted to prove, prove a point to myself that, you know, I could still do, still do something. And, yeah. and, and, you know, it really brought me purpose. So I, uh, you, you put in what you get out at the end of the day, whether, whether it's a day job, a girlfriend, uh, bodybuilding. I love it. Yeah, it, it, I love it. So um, I, I, I invested my, my heart and soul into it and I, you know it was an escape route for sure for yeah. sure what about you Francisco well um <laughs> me I started many years ago so my my reasons have changed since then when I started I was a really bad student I never been a good student you were a bad student <laughs> yeah so I started training when I was very young I was just 13 for some reason I wanted to be a bodybuilder wow at 13 I, I years old why, <laughs> uh, but I, 
I don't, I don't know why, but yeah, I wanted to be a bodybuilder. And, and the thing is, I started training and my body started responding real fast. And for some reason, I wanted to leave Spain. Uh, the economy system is different than here. I always watch American movies. I wanted to live here. You wanted to live in America. Yeah. And the dream. And I, the dream the, the American the dream. dream. dream, dream. <laughs> it's it, you know, truth. But um, I wanted to become a bodybuilder. I started when I was 13. 13. Um, what I was going to say, I got lost there. The reason I started. The reason you started the sport, kind of just, you were a bad student. Yeah, so I, so, so I started training and I noticed that my body was changing real fast. And I saw the ticket to come here through there. So I saw my oh. body, I knew I wasn't going to be by going to school. I knew I wasn't going to be, I wasn't going to become a lawyer. And Is that what you wanted to do? Yeah, I wanted to get out. And the only way to get out for me, I thought it was through my body. Oh, I put, I put all I my love money, it. All my work, all my everything I have, all, all working out of my body. So I start competing, I start winning shows. Uh, as a junior, I won it all. Everything I won World Championship, Mr. Universe, Spanish Championship, about about eight times. Wow, so, so you have a lot of wins. And then I got the chance to come here for a photo shoot and you know, so on. I got a student visa. So now you're here. And then now, now the reason is just many years after uh, the reason I compete is because I need to have a goal. Yes. So when I'm like, when you have a goal, it's easier for you to, to to keep focused. To you know, otherwise, it's hard for me to really follow a diet or things like that. Yeah. So that's that's the reason now. Then it was different. Just, I think it's really. I can feel the energy. Like I don't know. I have such a passion for the sport, and I don't think people, unless you do it, you don't truly like. You, you don't truly understand what how hard of a sport it is like you were in the military right yeah how hard is prep compared to being in the military um you know basic training infantry school all that definitely taught me discipline that helped with the prep but uh it, it it's comparable to going through that kind of uh, i've heard that yeah because i i knew another military guy competed yeah. it's de it's definitely you know uh special forces they, they they train a little harder i'd say for sure but just your you know your average basic training infantry school or, or just going through it uh the regimen is just as strict if not stricter um uh, and you you have to hold yourself accountable with bodybuilding 24 7 from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed because you can literally mess it all up in one day yeah moment weeks yep. months of, of hard work well then you agree too that um it keeps you focused so let's say that whatever is going around your life when you're on bread, it's kind of like you can forget about it. Let's say you're going through some hard stuff. Hardships. When you're going through that, when you're on bread, you focus so much on your bread that it helps you to go through anything. Oh, yeah. It, it honestly, it you does. You purpose for it. So you can be through any kind of good or bad. Yeah. And it keeps your mind focused so good that you can actually went through it. It does yeah. because it's such a it's such a one way. Like tunnel a, like yeah. a it's tunnel, tunnel, yeah, yeah, that's tunnel the word. Yeah. It's tunnel vision because your eyes are focused on the prize which is yeah. the prize is stepping on stage yeah. right so you can actually move on from things that perhaps are bothering yeah, you going back that, that, that is the reason i, I did uh, yeah. you know I, I always had a passion for fitness from fighting growing up to just lifting weights and, and you know uh, lo looking good because when you look good you feel good you project confidence yep and every other aspect in your life improves um and i you know i i'm a much happier just person from from a year ago today i can honestly say that and right it's because of bodybuilding yeah, bodybuilding, it, it, it's crazy. And that brings in into my next point with the consistency. Because, okay, so I have um, with my business, Sky's the Limit Fitness, I coach, um, I have a lot of lifestyle clients who are just wanting to lose weight. And I preach consistency. 
Like if you are not consistent with something, you are not going to get it. And so the sport of bodybuilding, you have to be consistent 24 seven, just like you said, just like you guys both said with um, hardships and stuff. Like if you have a hardship and you're going through something in your life um, and you're on prep for a show, like the the thing that you're going through kind of just doesn't really, it almost like it's not there because you're so focused and you're so consistent on your prep for your show. Um, I tell people like a lot of my lifestyle clients, it's the same thing. Like if you're trying to lose 50 pounds, like if you're overweight and you're like, yeah, I want to lose 50 pounds, freaking do it. Like put your mind to it and stay consistent with it. It's one of those things where you have to wake up every day and you have to want it. You know, I don't know how you guys feel about that. Like consistency, like Uh, you, you hit the nail right on the head. Uh, (laughs) It's, you know, like from going back from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed, uh, the regiment, the consistency, it's day in, day out. It, it's, it's that, you know, uh, dog, dog mentality where, where your, uh, your, your meals are all, you know, regimented at the same time every day, your cardio sessions, your training sessions, yeah. posing sessions. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can't, you can't miss any of it. It all has to be right. You know, right then and there. <laughs> Sorry guys. Doorbell. It's all good. Um, yeah, no consistency is like, it's, it's basically, like you said, it's the key thing for the sport of bodybuilding. And um, Francisco, do you have anything to touch on your take on that with the... The consistency? I mean, yeah. it's everything. I think in this sport, particularly this specific sport, is one of the, for me, one of the most demanding, not for anything, but for mm-hmm. the diet. And i tell you something. The diet. diet the, the, what you eat is so important that you don't realize when you can eat anything you want, but when you are in such a strict diet, that you are, and there is nothing you can do about it. You have to eat that fruit, you either like it or not, you don't want it or not, and if you don't, it's gonna show. The thing is, any other sport, somehow you can get away with that cookie. Yeah. In this sport, for three straight months, you have to eat what is in your plan, the diet plan. Which yeah. is essentially the same thing. Yeah, but yeah. For, the most, for the most part, it's, it's, it's the exact same food, just in smaller and smaller portions as you get closer to that show. And, yeah. and then the thing is, you are, I mean, every sport at extreme is hard, of course. Um, but this one, particularly, when you when you get to that level, to that point, the what it, what it takes from you is, is so much that mm-hmm. sometimes it's, it's, it's really hard. So it's, that's why people drop it. That's why like people drop out. Sometimes. So it's, it's, at that point, it's not the body. Is the head. It's what, the mind. What, oh, what, for what, sure. What put you in the state, in in the stage, is not your body. It's not how much you live. It's not how much how strong you are. Physically, it's how strong you are mentally. That's what most people don't get in the sport. Really, they see you. They think, oh, they, they blame, oh, he takes steroids. He takes that. He yeah. He that. He trains. It's not about the training anymore at that point. It's about how you strong you are mentally. How much you can really take because food is 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 every day. Is you know, and and the thing is, you have a life. You have friends, you have family, you have birthdays, you have yep. parties, and you can't do any of that. You can't eat any fun food for a while. You just have to stick to the plan. And, a lot and, of sacrifices. And, and a lot of people, they, they, they want to look like that, but they don't know how, how hard it is to look like that. And that's why, like, I don't want people listening to this podcast to think that this sport is for everybody because it's truly not. Um, this This sport is for, you know certain individuals that like, like us who are all basically in the fitness industry, hardcore. Um, but I kind of relate the sport to a lot of my lifestyle clients who do want to lose weight. And, um, those people following my journey, because I, I am motivational to them as far as like losing weight and stuff. Um, because 
the reason I got where I'm at today is because I've been consistent and I put my mind to something. And I always like, I don't know how to say this without sounding like crazy, but like when I want something in life, I'm going to do what it freaking takes to get it. And that's how this sport is for me. So I wanted that win. And I know you wanted that win. And I know you've done shows where you've wanted wins. And but what, we, what we talk about here is uh, the stream condition. That's what it gets hard now to, to lose weight and to look good. I mean, it can be fun. It yeah. can be easier, way easier. What we talk about here is that, that the stream condition that we want yes. for that specific moment in the stage. So yeah, that's hard now to be healthy, to have abs, to look Yeah, we don't cool. do this sport you know I mean? for yeah, the healthy. So, so I don't want people to get scared like, oh, wow, to, to look good, I need to go through hell. No, no. not even close. Now, you want to be in the stage and, and have a chance to win. in Next level. So yeah. yes. next level, then yeah, it's going to be, going to take some some mental from you. It's gonna, you're going to feel sick sometimes. You're gonna, not going to be able to sleep because you don't have enough food. You have to do so much cardio that you are not able to think right. at the end. So that's what it takes to, to be the, the way Mike was looking week ago but to, to touch on amelia's uh you know i don't want i don't want to scare people away from the sport uh it's definitely possible you just you just got to fully prepare yourself mentally to for what you're going to go through mm-hmm. but what i can say and promise you is every other aspect in your life will dramatically increase in the sense of if you can if you can you know get through this mm-hmm. and, and have this kind of consistency and dedication that then you can do anything else Love it. Nailed it. I literally just got chills. I've been a professional fighter. I've been in the military. I've worked at Fortune 500 uh, you know, sales company. And, and what I will say is the amount of dedication something like this takes, what you take away from it, aside from a trophy and a good body, is just the mindset and just knowing in your heart that, that you can now go and conquer anything. Yes. Certainly. I don't think you could have said that any better. Um, so that, that proves to you guys that with this sport of bodybuilding, the three things that this sport takes is time, effort, and consistency. And if you are lacking in any of those things, you will not get to the end of where you want to be with the sport. But with that being said, we are going to take a quick break. Time flies when you're having fun. Um, and then, uh, we'll be right back. Welcome back to Barbells and Bikinis. Hi, I'm your host, Amelia. And if you guys listened to this before the break, you um, heard Mike and Francisco tell their stories about their bodybuilding, about the sport of bodybuilding. We touched on how this sport takes time, consistency, and effort. Those are the three key crucial things that you need to transform your body for a competition prep. And um, yeah, we're back. So welcome back, guys. Hey, thank you. <laughs> Sorry, that was like the most graceful comeback, but um, it's all I got right now because I'm, Happy I'm like, here. I'm like wired on coffee. Yeah. That espresso shot really uh, yeah. got me going. I wish I should have gotten you one. I'm so sorry. I got one. That's where I was. Downstairs. He has his yeah. espresso machine too. So we're uh, so, yeah. Yeah. So um, more, let me know. my followers know me for my coffee. I'm always, you know, I'm I'm a huge coffee addict. I drink a lot of coffee, and so every time I podcast, I'm like coffee. Give me a few shots. Yeah. Coffee first, but um, awesome. Well, I'm glad to have you guys back. So kind of to wrap this episode up, I wanted to have you guys tell my listeners a little bit about your future plans as athletes and, you know, your, your business plans. I know you were kind of talking about starting a YouTube mic and, and your online coaching and stuff like that. Let's, let's chat a little bit about that because this sport has so many doors it can open for people. And I love hearing people's plans. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I, I have a, a lot of different things I'm working on. I'm really excited about. Uh, it's really going to be, you know, tar- you know audience based. Uh, I'm engaging with everyone. 
I am launching my YouTube channel next week. Going to get that going. Going to have a bunch of different uh, series coming out. It's like meal of the week, showing you guys creative, healthy options to uh, road to my pro card, which is going to be next year after this uh, next show in two weeks, actually. So I'm two weeks out from my second show. Oh, uh, it's in Culver City. Yeah, Culver I'm going to come watch it. I can't wait. Yeah. I'm excited. Thank I'm going to come watch it. So right, right, in, right in the high, like you said, cloud nine, just using the momentum to just build right into the next show. Uh, I am having an online business. I do personal training, you know, custom meal plans, all that for just people looking to get in shape, lifestyle. And eventually if you do want to compete, that is something we can discuss. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so, you know, just follow the, if you, if you uh, like what you heard, just keep following the journey. And uh, what's your, uh, what's your Instagram handle? So Instagram handle is uh, Michael Angelo period fit. <laughs> Michael Angelo, blah, 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 blah. just yeah, kidding. Right. Um, I'll uh, I'll type that out. You guys, yeah, you guys follow my journey. That's awesome though. So you're, you know, this is just the beginning for you. Yep. Um, you're 25, you said 25 and the journey. Yeah. The journey to this point has already been, you know, uh, surreal. Um, the you've, things I've learned, you've just, been through a lot yeah, already. But, but this is, this is the start of, of the next chapter of my life for sure. So you want to make fitness like your full time. A hundred percent. I want to really, um, grow as an athlete, just be a brand ambassador and, and just really show people, um, you know, how you can change your life and, and get out of a dark place. Uh, I, I really want to inspire people that, you know, are struggling with depression, anxiety, going through a rough time because I did go through some of the hardest times of my life a year ago in bodybuilding and fitness, just fitness in general, whether, oh, I love it. whether you want to compete or just, you know, just look good and feel good. Um, it, it really can change your life and inspire you in so many different ways. That's seriously like gives me chills because that's kind of fitness pulled me from that too. You know, I, like you said, like people look at us as athletes and think, wow, they're shredded. They're, they're beautiful people. Like, but they don't realize that we've had stuff that we've gone through. And, and and uh, don't get me wrong, I, I love looking good and it's a big motivator for me, but I feel that it's almost second to just everything else that it gives you. Like, yeah. The it's the mentality and, the and it's just like you walk around like you're a walking billboard for yourself. Like I'm sure you go out yeah. in public yeah. and people are like, I'm sure you guys get people complimenting you on it. People respect someone, you know, because it's it's about health at the end of the day, and people respect someone who takes care of them, their body, especially when they're they're going after things, not just in, not just looking good. But, but it's it's almost like a responsibility to society when they ask you uh, to have an answer for them, because there's a lot of people who I see every day. I get messages now through social media that they 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 want to change the way they look, the way they feel, they just don't have the right guidance. They yeah, they actually, don't know how. And there's a lot of people who, I mean, I see a lot of uh, uh, guys posting pictures of their bicep or, or their chest, but very few really tell them how they got that bicep, mm -hmm. how they get that chest, how they get that lean, which is what people are craving. They, uh, that's what they want to know. How, how do I do it? How, how do I do it? That's the key. How, how do I look like you? And, yeah. And, and they ask in many, many forms, many ways. It's just, you know, they approach you, they ask you, they, and, but they, they just want an answer. And, and sometimes, that's all they need. And the answer yeah. also, a diet is, is a living thing, so it has to be constantly changing too. But I would say that the right guidance is the most important part. Guidance is, to, yeah, so. Fran, Fran and I will be partnering up on a lot of these videos and this content that we're making, and we plan to break that barrier from how do I do this to, you do know, it. to, to do doing it. You know. I'm excited for you guys. You guys Thank are going to have a, is it a YouTube channel? Yeah, it is going to be a YouTube channel, uh, IGTV. We're going to be on as many different platforms as we can to reach 
as, you know, as many people as we can to change as many lives as we can. Well, if you guys ever need a little uh, buff bikini diva in your videos, we you know who to find. I'm sure you're going to see plenty of Amelia on our, on our shows. <laughs> I love it. What about you, Francisco? Kind of what's your, um, like, what are your plans going forward? I know you, you, you just talked about you guys partnering together. But... I think I want to work with Mike. The thing is, uh, I, for most of you or everyone here, I don't know, I work in real estate. That's my, you work in real estate. That's my main uh, source of income. But uh, fitness has been always my life. I never really give it the thought to, to share it more than what I, you know, I, every time somebody asks me questions, I am very, very welcome to, to, to answer. Mm-hmm. But I thought to be a little more open, perhaps, you know, do something like with Michael. So, so you're starting your prep for that pro card. And I'm going to start in my prep now. So, so both wanna, of these guys are going to be pros. I want to do a following with people. And, and obviously, you know, if I get more um Publicity, I can reach more people. I, I can tell them because the thing is, coaching is, is very important to to me myself. I have a coach, and many times it's not about even the food. I just have a bad day. I have a bad something happened to me, so I need somebody that I can talk. Well, Mike is here. Mike is here. But sometimes I, I need I need my coach, which is the one who actually is following the prep with me. Right? It's not just a dietitian, somebody that hey, eat this, eat that, because there is times that. You have breakdowns. As you a, need as someone a, to as hold a human you. Human being, you want to have a breakdown. You I have a coach have, too. You're gonna, you're gonna have a mental, yeah, mental. I totally and, know. And it's reality. It's not just you only failing. It's if you fail the ten days before, fifteen days before, you you fail dropping the show. It's also a failure of the coach. Mm-hmm. A big time failure. Oh yeah. So unless you just drop it because you want to drop it, but there is times that you need that hand, you need that shoulder, and you need the, the accountability, the expertise, and, and accountability for for them. So that's based on what I've been through and the type of coaching that I had and have right now too. That's what I would like to, to give to others. You know, that yeah. not only they, what they need to eat or what they need to do, you know, it's also, you know, just to listen. Sometimes all you need is to listen and, and because everybody has problems and that's the, the biggest part that most people ignore when it comes to this. Oh, here's the diet. Yeah, but I just broke out with my wife. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I just saw my, my dog just die. I don't know, or my brother's had an accident. There's things that really put you down. And, support and system is huge you need that support regardless of diet regardless of the training that you know and i see it all the time with my friends with my family guys who train they yep. go through and if you get the right support things keep going things keep moving the diet he's doing but if you don't get the support you know so that's like another really quick thing i want to throw at my listeners right now is if you guys are on any sort of a, a weight loss journey or on, you know, you, you want to get fit, you want to change your life around, get with the right people. Because I think sometimes that's what people do wrong is they sit in this negative crowd and they don't even realize it. But when, when you learn to like cut out people in your life that are not doing you any favors or not, like, I don't, that was, that sounded really weird the way I worded that, that people that are not providing value. Yes. Thank you. Um, because I don't know, I'm sure you guys have, through the sport have had to cut people out of your life. Yeah, I personally had to drop yeah. some friends well, and, <laughs> and, and, you know, and those that don't support you are, do not deserve to be in your life. And I think that's one of the biggest things that people struggle with is realizing that they are in with the wrong crowd. And when you learn to get with the right people and the right mindset, like look at all of us, we're all athletes yeah. and we're all together and we're all just kind of supportive family. Yeah. yeah. Like we're like here at the Mecca in Venice beach. Like we're all like, so supportive of each other. I love going to that gym because it's just like, oh, hey, what's up? Literally to everyone. And we're all a family. And that's like, that's why I moved to Los Angeles, yeah. you know? 
So, um, because I, I wanted to, to be in a crowd of people that I, you know, as an athlete, I, I couldn't get that in Wisconsin. (laughs) Nowhere else in the world. That's why, you know, Fran moved here from, from Spain, all all our sports, you know, we have, our family goes from France to to Wisconsin yourself to, you know, I, I was lucky enough to be born and raised here. To be born and raised here. But, uh, you know, many of the athletes out of Gold's Venice are from different countries, different cities. Because people come. So for anyone listening, Gold's gym, the Mecca, like I think I touched on in the um, beginning of this episode, but it, it is the Mecca of bodybuilding. Like, People from all over the freaking world move to Los Angeles to come work out at this gym. So it's really crazy that it's our home gym, yeah. you know? Um, so we're all... So if somebody works in goals and has a chance to do something about it, please put a sauna on it. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> listening to the podcast. <laughs> hey, that would be really appreciated for all the athletes that will go all over the world to have a sauna and clean bathrooms. That'd be great. <laughs> Other than that, thank great. you. Atmosphere is amazing. <laughs> And don't keep changes. Don't change any more machines. The machines. There are some things about the Mecca yeah. that are not perfect, <laughs> but the new machines we don't like them. Everything else is fine. The parking, oh yeah. man, the parking yeah. sometimes is awful. Oh, the brother can't, parking is can't, like... can't have it all, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but it is close to the beach, yeah. so I love. But the brother, that's the problem with the parking. They go to the beach, and you know they they don't they need to stop people who don't but, go to the gym. <laughs> yeah, I know. There have been times when I've come into the gym and I've like when they have that back street closed off for street cleaning. Oh, yeah holy cow, I can't find parking at all. And then it's like, you're parking like a mile away. And you're like, well, there's my cardio for the day. Yeah, <laughs> like, Other it's, than that, it's perfect. I love it's it. crazy. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's a years. beautiful it's, gym it's a and place. it's just the vibe. And Arnold Schwarzenegger, do you guys it's see him there? Uh, he just came in two days ago with his camera crew to film for one of his new uh, series he's doing. He trains there probably four or five days a week, comes in on his motorcycle. He's yeah. there in the mornings, yeah, though. Very early mornings. Like yeah. super, like 5 a.m. Yeah, but I did see him two days ago around uh, 3 p.m. in the afternoon. Is he approachable? Like, is he nice? Yes, just not during his Training. workouts. Yeah. Since, yeah, he sure. was a, since he was a teenager, it's been a thing for him. If he is lifting, don't bother him. Don't take it personal, yeah. even though he's not a competitor anymore. He, yes, that's he, true. Yeah. he does not like to be uh, bothered during his workout. But after, after that, he's, he's, more, he's more than happy to, to speak with you, take a photo. Have you t- have you got have you talked to him? Uh, yeah, I, um, I do. We do train with his son Joseph. Um, oh, every once in a while, yeah. So, very nice guy. yeah, amazing dude. He's a he's an actor and a fit, very big fitness enthusiast as well. He um, doesn't want to necessarily follow his dad's footsteps into being a professional bodybuilder, but but huge ambassador of the sports. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. I've seen Arnold, you know, a lot, but I've never personally went up to him. Um, like I don't know, I'm just. Yeah, I mean, it, it can be scary. I mean, I'm a little is, shy. This is the, this is the king of yeah. bot. Believe of it or not, yeah. <laughs> but I do really. Um, it's a dream of mine to sing the national anthem at the Mr. Olympia show. That's amazing. I really want to. Um, I I know that they don't do the national anthem at that show, but last year I actually did get in touch with someone who wanted me to send in a recording of my me singing it because they were like. We potentially would think about adding you, you know. And the the Rock is coming out with his new uh, yes. bodybuilding promotion next yeah. year, so that might be another avenue. I mean, that's kind wow, of awesome. the dude's the most famous social guy. media guy yeah. on the planet, 140 million followers or something. <laughs> so it's going to be huge for the sport of bodybuilding. Olympia will never go away, but uh, big things are coming, and that would be a great. That's a, a show he's coming yeah, out. Yeah, he's going to yeah. come out with his own promotion. Yeah. Holy cow! Yeah, no, yeah it's <laughs> going to be good. It's yeah. going to really help just kind of push the sport and, and continue to show people we need it. Yeah. That it's not just about lifting. There's, there's a lot of other things. The sky is like the Arnold limit. Sports. Yeah. Arnold Sports, same thing, yeah. That's insane. So as you guys can see, I, I mean, bodybuilding is a sport, yes, but 
there's so many other aspects that go into the sport that make us who we are. And that's why we are all such a family, like a tight knit community. You know, you know, one of the things that fascinates me, I, I always like and call my attention about the gym. When you go there, it's like there is no barriers between barriers between people. Yeah. That you can be training with, yeah, seriously, with, I don't know, this guy who is... Mr. Olympia. Yeah, Mr. Olympia and, and this guy who's a plumber and this guy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody, everybody, Everyone's like, different. Everybody comes to the same level. And that's, I don't know, fascinating. I, I do really like, like that like, too. When you are in society, it's kind of like, it goes by groups, right? Yeah. And when you are there with a you know t-shirt and shorts, we all come together. All the same. Like, we all come together as one. Like honestly, you are you know you worth twenty million dollars. This guy you know work and live in a studio. It doesn't matter. We all come out the same thing. Mm-hmm. The same train. We are the two helping each other. Yes. Life at the Mecca it, is yeah. is crazy. So I'm like so grateful. I I like threw myself into this atmosphere. I took that leap of faith. So if you guys have something you want to do in life, freaking do it. Don't hold back. Do it. You have one life. That's what this sport has taught me. There's so many doors that have opened and I've just been like, I've just been like a little like angel walking around with my halo above me because I'm so happy with, you know, my decisions that I've been making and, and the people I've been surrounding myself with. And like, honestly, it's just been a, a beautiful journey. So, um, anyways, well, I want to thank you guys so much for letting me interview you. Um, this podcast is Brand new to me, so you know I'm learning as I go. But I'll definitely have you guys on again appreciate if you it. would Thank like you. to. Course, so I'm super excited to get on the show and appreciate for having us. Yeah, so um, I'll drop their links. They'll be all over my Instagram when this episode comes out. So if you guys want to follow them, um, you you'll see their handles. Both of them have crazy long names. So <laughs> even if we said their Instagram handles, you probably wouldn't remember them. But Check out my Instagram for those that are not following me. It's Amelia Sky Fitness. That's Sky with an E S K Y E. And um, other than that, thank you guys again. I appreciate it. And those of you listening, please drop me a rate review and don't forget to subscribe. And I hope you all have the most beautiful day ever. Peace out, guys.